Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sam Weatherly, librarian turned entrepreneur who helps women to develop strategies that they feel comfortable with so they can grow their business. And the owner of From the Page, who creates products for people who just love to read. Fantastic. Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business or businesses and <laughs> who is it that you'd love to work with? Okay, so um, I have the first business is a coaching business um, and I work very much with small business owners, um, helping them to put the strategies in place that just make running a business feel slightly less overwhelming um, mm-hmm. so that instead of feeling like you're doing all the things all the time and you're running from place to place, I can help them to put some strategies in place that make it feel more like a step-by-step process and a little bit easier to manage and a little bit clearer to see where they're going and how to get to their goals. And then my other business, if I put my other hat on for two minutes, is a very new business that I just recently started. That's much more to allow my creative side out. Um, And that is from the page and as you said, I, I was a librarian. I was a high school librarian for several years, um, and I love to read. And I, if you can't find me, I'm tucked away somewhere in a corner with a cuppa and a book reading. Um, mm. And I just decided to start developing nice products for people that love to read that they might like to receive as gifts or just to treat themselves to. Um, so that's where that business has come from. But like I say, it's very new. It's it's like literally a month old. So brand oh, new business man. at the moment. Fantastic. Beautiful. You. Well, you, you've got sort of a nice sort of balance there because having that sort of outlet, you have the business, the strategy, the sort of, oh, the desire to help people to you know, find yeah. the right processes for themselves as they start their business. And yeah. you've got the creative outlet, which is I get to do some cool shit and really do some nice yeah. merch and have fun with it. And build totally. So yeah. let's just talk about that for a minute. What's it like for you as you sort of balance these? I know it's new, but you have these very different sort of outlets for need for creativity. Or yeah. do they feel the same for you? What, what's that like? No, they feel very different, actually. Um, and so one, so the, the coaching side of life, it feels much more structured, if that makes sense. Um, whereas the creativity side, you kind of have to wait for it wait for that little spark and then you go that's an idea I'm gonna go and then you and then you go off down there but having said that 
I still come back to it, it's got strategies. I've got strategies for both. I've, it, it's my way to to make sure I'm keeping track of where I want to get to with each business. But the creative one, it's it's a lot more fun if that makes sense. I love the coaching. My I, I truly take so much pleasure from helping other business owners. That that really it makes me feel so happy when a client comes back and says. I did what you said, and I've had this amazing result from it. That makes me feel so happy. The other side, the creative side, makes me feel really proud of myself, if that makes sense, because it's my own kind of creativity. I don't know how else to describe it, coming through and and allowing myself to just explore like how I'm feeling inside and, and how I turn that into merch, basically. Yeah. Now, how have you been able to sort of balance this? Because on this show, we talk about you know, the work-life balance that is like ridiculous anyway, especially yeah. as you know, the, the early few years of business, it can yeah. be really tough because business can be all-consuming. Totally. And it's so important to have, <laughs> I found this to, to my detriment, which is find that external, find that other passions, make sure your hobbies are there yes. because it can be, yeah, as I said, all-consuming. So yeah. you have been able to have these two businesses and one which is which is your playground which is the fun and then yes. maybe you, you don't have to get all your needs met by one business because that's quite heavy for one business to take if we kind of personify it yeah so was this by design or was this kind of luck and it kind of worked out really well I think it was actually by frustration because I I, I was all in on the coaching and I still am completely all in on the coaching. If When you talk about balance, it's very unbalanced. The coaching gets most of my love, the mm. creativity that gets, it's like, you know, not as important right now, but it, it's still there. So coaching is very much weighted towards the coaching side of it. But I was finding with the with the coaching especially with trying to do like the social media for it and that sort of because up until this point most of my clients have come to me from word of mouth they've been local community um and people I know have then recommended me on to somebody else after I finish working with them so now the social media side of it and building that online presence is still a very new thing um and I was finding I was kind of getting to Friday and and just being so fed up with coming up with what to create in Canva next and and what my next business reel was going to be and uh, you know and what value I could add to to my um, business clients to the coaching clients and there was a part of me that was going I just want to create something really fun and and like do it more from a point of I don't really care whether it is it it's like fitting totally in a specific bucket, if that makes sense, in that specific bucket. And actually, from there, as soon as I started to play around with that, it kind of fell into place. I The ideas, they came to me. And yeah. so I've started off with this creative side. I've started off, I've got products. I'm doing it as a print-on-demand business at the moment, just to test the waters and see how it goes. But from mm. there... I'm already working with a graphic designer to we're developing a, a reading journal for children, actually, um, which stems back to my librarian life because I had so many. I worked in a high school 
I've gone off on a tangent, I'm sorry. I worked <laughs> in a high school and I had so many teenagers that couldn't read or couldn't yeah. read very well at all when they started in the high school. And it made me think we need to catch the kids younger. So I'm now, so through that creativity and through the thinking, I'm now creating a product that is well and truly coming from my heart. Do you know what I mean? So Well, it sounds I, like I, these two worlds are kind of coming together. You have the yeah. you know, the products, the, the fun, mm. and actually one of the products is kind of business strategy related, but it's for yeah. the children. So it kind of breaches both worlds. So maybe you've got a little bit of the the subconscious focus knows where it's going. Yes. However, consciously, it's like, this kind of fell in or I don't know where I'm going or I don't know why I'm yeah. doing this and oh oh that fits in because that Hopefully. that moment inspiration is a, is a beautiful so what is it you said about you know you get to a Friday and oh damn it it's it's been a hard all week trying to you know, yeah. think about what content and then actually create the content yeah and then how to serve my clients in a new different yeah. value way what is it with the restrictions there that you that you find which is it's kind of tough um I think it's just it's not so much staying on brand because I don't find it difficult to stay on brand and keep that brand voice and and, and that brand personality. Mm. But there is another part of my personality that didn't quite fit with the business coaching. So it was getting shut off completely because it just didn't make sense to be a part of it. So by having this second side come out and, and start working on that, I could use all of my business knowledge to build the strategies and everything that I needed to for it. Mm -hmm. But I could allow this other half of me, the the personality that was getting shut away because it didn't quite fit in the in the coaching brand personality. Yeah. It had its freedom. And then I felt I felt so much lighter when I was able to let both out. Nice. So, why why doesn't it fit? I don't I think it's because. I had um, a while back, I invested in a coach because coaches need coaches. Um, I invested in a coach to help me with the social media side of it. Yeah. Um, and looking back now, I, d I didn't know. When I started, I'd, I'd dabbled in social media for years, but kind of like, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, just messing around with it from a personal point of view. Shall I be a blogger? Shall I not be a blogger? Whatever. Um, and I hadn't really turned it into anything. And then when I thought, no, I need to do this for the business, I thought I need some guidance. So I invested in a coach and they were very much, you must look professional. Like so even down to, they said, I smile too much in my photos. Yeah. And I shouldn't smile so much because I look unprofessional. And so you start to get all these thoughts in your head, so, uh, head of sort of like, well, I can't look like I'm having fun because I'm meant to look professional and I won't get clients if I look like I'm smiling or too happy or, you know, I, I must look yeah. corporate. And yeah. so you shut that side of you off that is a bit fun and a bit playful and a bit jokey. Um, and, and you put this persona out that is you, but it's not fully you. It's not fully 100% authentically you. Let's, I just want to just pause on that moment there. Yeah. And just let everyone catch up because this this right here i would say is the downfall of of most people and businesses yeah to lose that authenticity yeah to be able to to 
because you, know, you must be inundated with all these ads and systems and strategies and here's what you can do and you can do this and this yeah. text and ads and copy, whatever it might be. And there's yeah. all these different ways of doing it. Okay. Smile, don't smile. Swear, yeah. don't swear. All these different kind of things, okay? <laughs> and I, I'm waving the flag of it. Well, we're waving a flag saying everything fucking works. The, everything totally. works. But yeah. what's right for you? So it sounds like totally. it's it's not a knowledge problem. It's no. not a desire challenge. It is an alignment issue of yeah. maybe being mis... Maybe that's a harsh word, mis, mistaught. There is, there is a place for what you were given. Yeah. But look at the restrictions. 100%. And I think, I think there's nothing wrong with staying very corporate. If that's you and it feels really comfortable. But for me, if, if you knew me in my personal life, I've got a mouth like a sewer. I'm always getting in trouble with my mum, even at my age. She's like, <laughs> oh, your language is appalling and you, you, you swear too much and all the rest of it. You will never see me swear on my social media, on anything. I don't yeah. do it because I've put it into this, like, that's not professional, so you shouldn't do it. And, you know, sometimes you want to come on and you want to pick up your, your phone and get on Instagram Live and go, for fuck's sake, just be who you're meant to be. Stop mm. trying to be somebody that everybody else wants you to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and it, it's really hard. It's really hard because you think, you know, oh, the, the six-figure, the seven-figure coaches, they're not online swearing and doing this or they're not doing that or they're not doing whatever. But actually, who says that? Yes, we fucking are. Oh, my gosh. It? <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously looking at the wrong ones but do you know what I mean you you get yeah. in this like mindset of I must be like this I must show up in this way I must you know I must show up with a full face of makeup even when it's absolutely sweltering outside and you know the last thing I want to do is let's, put foundation on and let's expand this because then yeah. there's all these restrictions and barriers because it sounds like <clears throat> you know where you want to go you know how you're doing it yeah. but you come up against all these boundaries and barriers and broken roads and you're trying to navigate through you know even yeah. you know, joining different groups for example and there's all these different yeah. rules that you can and can't do oh, and ways of doing it and then you try and maybe make a post or reach out whatever yeah. it might be and then there's a restriction where you should have done it this way or yeah there's there's micro things and there's massive things so there's all these these blocks in the way and it just makes it so damn hard yes but in reality this is all our perception. Totally, totally. But it can be all-consuming. So it sounds yeah. like through, as you've been sort of progressing through your business, you've been trying to find your voice yeah, with all these barriers and boundaries in the way. And I know we were joking offline before we came on that, um, oh my gosh, you need to follow the rules, even like the yeah. bike lanes. You can't yeah. go in the bike lane. Can't go in like, the bike lane. <laughs> isn't that interesting it's so yeah. fun how you know, you've been able to grow and help so many people with yeah. one hand behind your back because i need to do it this way totally what, what yeah. would happen if you were like oh if you were unleashed if there were no rules and no have to do it this way what let's play with that what would that be like oh i don't know that i'd actually cope if there weren't rules i've been i've been so uh, what's the word I don't I don't know the right word but basically I I've just been so used to 
sticking in my lane conditioned that's the word I want thank you been so conditioned to stick in my lane to stick to the rules to play nicely and to you know be a good girl and and you know make everybody else happy and so I'm very much I can't break a rule I can't I just can't break a rule that absolutely not if if I break a rule I almost have to cry about it because I'm like broken a rule it's terrible I love that I got one one question for you sure how's that working out for you it's kind of restrictive I'm, I as I get older and and I I see this kind of in my kids now because my kids are, are, have they're they're 21 and 18 this year so they're coming into adulthood and um I you you see it you change who you are as you as you get older and older um and for me I finally reached an age where I'm like I don't really care about keeping certain people happy anymore do, do you know what I mean I'm like yeah. it doesn't matter if I if I say something or do something that certain people aren't happy with that's on them that's that's their issue that's not my issue mm -hmm. but it's taken 40 something years to get there do you know what I mean and, and I'm still not entirely there yeah and again logically you get this logically you know yeah. that logically you yeah. all know but doing it catch themselves with these traits and these habits yeah. and these patterns oh my gosh there's the curse of solopreneur yeah. being the, the trying to tr wanting to overachieve but actually over delivering and undercharging and you know yeah that little bit of perfection is coming all these things from yeah. the, the solopreneur which is actually what we think we maybe there's the thing what what we think we need to do from what your social media coach said you you should be doing yeah sound like they actually knew you to be able to tell you what yeah, you no. <laughs> should be doing but these rules these tangents all these things is it doesn't help at times so no. what would where are you going towards what's what's the goal for you so once you are able to sort of work through this and evolve as you transition because I mean, yeah. the kids getting older obviously yeah. away they go it's a yeah. it's a brand new phase your business is is growing and your new one is yeah. just getting up to speed just going, yeah this moment is is beautiful it's pretty exciting it's very frustrating it's all the things what is it like for you now as you sort of look forward so it it feels really weird because obviously with the kids being that bit older and and, and this summer in particular is going to feel very strange because we've got an entire month without either of the kids here because they're off doing their own thing, one in Europe, one in America. Yeah. So I've suddenly got so much time that I've never had in, in the last 21 years. I've not had it. I, I, you know, I was bringing up children and running a house and being a wife and, and going out and doing the nine to five and then building businesses. Yeah. Um, so I've suddenly got all this time, which kind of feels a little bit scary because it's like wow I, I need to prove myself now I need to fill this time and work really really hard on these businesses yeah. to prove my worth and my value and and that I, I should I, I can use this time well so there's there's that to work through that's quite an interesting new area to to be for me in my personal life yeah. but then business wise I just want to have more fun. 
And I think that's where I'm going is mm. just to let go a little bit and to break the rules a little bit as much as it pains me to say that. And I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to break those rules yet. But even things like coming on this podcast, for example, it's part of my strategy. Strategy is my thing. Mm. That's what I love to do. My strategy for this year was to get outside of my comfort zone, to get outside of my own limitations that I've put in place. Nobody's put them in place for me. I've put them somewhere along the way. I've put them in in place. And it's to break them down and to start Mm. doing things that kind of scare me. Mm. And, you know, I actually started it last year and I started it completely subconsciously without realising. And again, I'm going off on a tangent, but it will kind of make sense. We went to Wales last Easter with some family and they've got one of these big zip lines goes over a quarry. It's I think it's like the mm. fastest or highest in the world or something. like. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm terrified of heights. It's not for me. It's not my sort of thing. Um, and my husband and kids were going on it with my brother and they were all doing it. And then we got there and my daughter, she wasn't very well, bless her, and she just couldn't do it. And we were going to lose the money. So And it wasn't cheap. And in that instant, I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll throw myself down a quarry. And never in a million years did I think I'd do it. And I did. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty much crying when we got to the top of this thing because I was so scared. And I did it. And I got off. And I was like, that was the best thing I've ever done. Because I didn't care. In that moment, I didn't care. I stepped outside my comfort zone. I did it. And I loved every minute of it. And it made me realize that actually, if I keep playing small, I'm never going to have those experiences and I'm never going to feel that way. So and I think from there, it's kind of started to snowball. And I kind of hope that by the end of 2023, I've reached that point where I really don't care so much about the rules. And I really am just about having fun and doing it my way. Beautiful. And then what that allow you to do? What? what would your business then look like? Have you allowed yourself, you dare to dream about the possibilities of what that would actually unleash? I think I've dreamed about it in terms of where I'd like to get to financially, because I don't know any business owner that doesn't think, I think that's the number one thing we all think about when we start a business, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'd like to get to this financial goal. But in terms of the rest of the business, I feel like it's going to be so much easier to create the content that I that I feel like I should create. I haven't quite mm-hmm. found out where it is in me and how to get that content out, but I feel like it's coming. And I feel like that goal is to have the audacity to say what I want to say and not be terrified about what some complete stranger on the internet might reply with and that's a massive step to overcome massive hurdle but that's my goal that's my goal is to get there and to be like that that's my opinion I've put it out you you have your opinion fine I think it's going to take a lot of tears and a lot of stress to get there but that's the that's the goal Oh my gosh, yeah. And then then it's gonna be the sort of the next level. There's so much that goes into this, especially with being vulnerable and sharing, especially online. There's a yeah. lot that, that comes towards you. And yes. understanding it is 
is huge. Again, you, you know yeah. that by that point, I don't care what they think, but once you yeah. get those comments, whatever it might be, oh my gosh, it can be like a dagger. It's like my whole yeah. world is ending. And I talk about this from, from a personal perspective. When, when we first started, yeah. oh my gosh, it was, it was terrifying. We're like, we coach people through this and now we're at that next level of seeing this from a different angle. Maybe yeah. my personal thing from, from being a guy, seeing mm -hmm. the, the messages that came through to, to Katie. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, now I can understand yeah. it from, from a female entrepreneur perspective. Yeah. Slightly different. So on this journey, that's what we call it, the roller coaster. That's, oh my gosh, there's, there's ups, there's downs. It's yeah. how to set yourself up for success and manage yourself through the process. Yeah. That there might be the, the biggest, yeah. biggest way forward. And I think so, it's also doing it in a way where you are able to protect yourself do you know what I mean? Like, be authentic, be you, but also have a way of dealing with though, because the hate and the comments are going to come. We, it, it's, it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? If you're putting yourself online, there's going to be somebody that doesn't like you. And that's life. No, nobody likes everybody in life. We all know that. We, we've all got people in our personal life who we know don't particularly like us. We probably don't particularly like them either. <laughs> but in real life... Yeah. You don't go up to them and say, I don't like you or, you know, I hate the way you look or whatever. But the minute you put yourself online, it's a free for all, isn't it? You're, you're open to everybody commenting on everything about you, the way you look, the way you speak, your mm. thoughts, everything. So I think I think it's it's really important to be able to put yourself out there in, or for me to be able to put myself out there in the way I want to. But I also need to manage my own emotions and feelings so that I can protect myself mentally and emotionally without shutting myself down again and getting right back to where I am right now of not wanting to put myself out there for fear of the comments etc mm. so it's like a real vicious circle at the moment for me and it's exciting and it's exhilarating yeah. and it's it's kind of scary and of course yeah. that, that fear of the unknown is kind of scary and also the fear that you've had is probably brand new fears you haven't actually experienced 100%. much of this therefore it's what actually is that I've heard this I've seen yeah. this your perception of something else these are yeah. all brought in so you say that all your limiting beliefs or your controllers are self-imposed I've always challenged yeah. that some are absolutely some are naturally we we're, we absorb from yeah. the minute we pop out, all these things are brought into us. Some are genetic. There's an awful lot to that. So to unpack yeah. that to put its entirety, crumbs. There's so what can we do to manage ourselves through this process to continue to keep our focus and see yeah. what we what we, you know, how we engage, how we approach things, what we yeah. spend our time on. Do we comment back? Do we reply? Do we tweak to change that one percent or be like, hold on? hold on, the 99% is working, yeah. yet my brain is saying, fix this, what up with yeah. that? Now that perception there, that crumbs, we could go back to a, a whole new podcast episode and, and just <laughs> that in itself. We could, oh yeah. <laughs> hey Sam, this has been so much fun to sort of break down with you as you go through this beautiful phase in your, your life oh, thank you. and your business. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been really good oh. fun. So, so welcome. Look, if you want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, yeah. where can they find you? 
Um, I'm samweatherly.co.uk and Weatherly is spelled W-E-A-T-H-E-R-L-E-Y. Um, and you can find me there um, and you'll find the links to all my social media, everything all on the website. It's the easiest way to do it. Super stubble. Everyone go check that out. And uh, Sam, thanks again. This has been, it's been so much fun. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.